hey, what's this? It's a new month, but we're covering another rock opera? That's right. In the month of June, we thought we gave rock operas a little bit of a short shrift. But since it's no longer June, we can't call this June Sickle Theater Month anymore. So welcome, everybody, to week one of June Sickle Theater July. And this week, we're covering My Chemical Romance's The Black Parade. How Star Wars is it? Well, hi. hi. Well, hi. Well, hi. I just, hi there. Hello there. Hi, Mike. And hi, and listeners. H- hello to the listeners. Welcome to the show. This is uh, How Star Wars Is It? It is one of two podcasts. That's right. There's this one and there's our Patreon. And also whatever podcast we're advertising for this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's, there's three total. <laughs> and this is the show where we rate and review things on a scale of one to ten. Not of how good or bad they are, but of how Star Wars they are. That's right. Anything Star Wars, like movies or books or comics or video games, you boil all of those down into a big chili. And that's a ten out of ten. And we're rating things against that perfect ten scale. Right. And yep. last month we did a time honored tradition of June Sickle Theater Month where we talk about musical theater and other things of that ilk. And we were doing specifically rock operas and rock musicals. Um and and the ones we covered, we only did 3 when all was said and done cuz one episode was just rock operas. Right. Um, yep. And we we know that we still owe a Batman for June and here that we're going now into July, we're going to owe a second Batman. So maybe at this point we make August Batman month. <laughs> Yeah, August might just be Batman month, um, yeah. But one of the things that, um, the the first thought I have when I hear the expression rock opera is, in fact, albums. Right. That then a lot of which become, like, Broadway musicals or movie musicals. But uh, mm-hmm. this week we're doing an album, baby. We're doing an album, a concept album. Now, come because- on, come all to this tragic affair. Wipe off that makeup. What's in is despair. Yes. I listened to this album twice today, like just back to back, because uh-huh. I was like, this album rocks. And it's I haven't so listened good. to, I've never listened to it all the way through. Oh, okay. So this is my first time I listening to it all the way had. through. <laughs> it's really good, man. Yeah, it's it, great. It makes me sad that I didn't listen to it when it came out. I know, out. me too, because I, I kind of was a little late to it as well. I knew like the singles at the time. Yeah, um, same. And then I really started listening to the album maybe like five years later. Um, but what we're talking about is the Black Parade by My Chemical yep. Romance. Black Parade, the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Which, so here's okay. Here's what's crazy. All right, here's what's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. I gotta find this real quick. Um, let's go to Wikipedia and look up rock operas. Teenagers scared the living shit out of me. Wait, hold on. I there's something I was gonna say, and it is backed up by. Something on Wikipedia, but basically there aren't that many rock operas, right? Is what we've discovered when we did the rock opera episode. Yeah, I mean, it, it like depending on a list you read, it might be as many as like thirty or fifty, but like yeah, it depends on your definition and all that. Right, 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 right. So there is there is more, but like what we discovered in our rock opera episode is that like 
the terms are sort of inter not interchangeable, but like they they there's there's Venn diagrams between like rock opera, rock musical, and concept album. Yes. And so like there's a there's a middle like of the Venn diagram where you where you would find say American Idiot. Right. Right, because that is both a rock opera, a rock musical, and a concept album. Yeah. Um. I, or I would say it's a con. Do you say American Idiot's a concept well, album? Well, so the album is. I think I think if something is a rock opera in the sense of like it's a record that's released, yeah, it is inherently a concept album. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, totally. But then, of but, course, American Idiot the album got turned into American Idiot the show, which included 21st century breakdown songs as well. Right. Um, and well, that's like a different thing. That's like a musical. So what's interesting about when you go to the category rock opera on Wikipedia, it literally has seven subcategories <laughs> where it's American idiot, the black parade, <laughs> Hedwig and the angry inch, Jesus Christ, superstar quadrophenia, which I don't know what that That's is. That's the other one by the who other one by the who they did Tommy and, and quadrophenia Tom, and then Tommy and the wall. Yeah. And so those are like the only ones that are like pure, like on, on Wikipedia, those are pure rock opera. Yeah. And then there's a list of probably like 200 or so that are other rock operas. So yeah. And I mean, like that's just like repo is decidedly a rock opera. Like and repo and repo is on the list. Yeah. Yeah. It's just funny that they have like, it's like when we looked up, like, what are the eight types of art? What are the five types yes. of art? <laughs> yes. And so they're like, here's the seven rock yeah, operas. Yeah, like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it is ridiculous. But it's like, it's just the way Wikipedia is structured where they're like, okay, there's a rock opera. There's there's a rock opera subcategory. Right. And only these seven fit into that subcategory. But then, like, also there's 200 in the category rock opera. Yeah. It's just funny to me that the Black Parade is one of the seven in the subcategory rock opera right. on Wikipedia. That isn't, is how decidedly rock opera isn't is. Isn't this album, like, doesn't it just really listen like a musical? It totally like, does, Like, it has, yes. like, you can you could almost picture, and I'm glad that they thought better than to do this, but you can almost picture, like, a cast singing certain songs yeah. like a big group ensemble number and then like a solo number like you can almost picture what it might sound like if like broadway folks did sing it i'm glad they don't because like when broadway people sing like rock and roll it just like it, it yeah it dulls its teeth a little bit yes yes but, like exactly. the first well, song i know we'll do smash or pass at some point but the first song that like kind of rolls into the second song really reads to me like um like maybe one person, like a sort of narrator character comes out downstage of the curtain and nothing is on stage yet. And they sing that first little intro that like, come on, come all to that part. And then at the very end, when it's like getting really like swelly into dead, like the curtain rises yeah. and then like the entire cast sings dead. <laughs> like yes, you can just like totally. picture things like that when you listen to this album. Yes, totally. It is. And also like something about the voice of, um, Gerard Why can I Way. Pull his name. Yes, Gerard Way. Thank you. Writer of the Umbrella Academy comic. Writer of the Umbrella Academy, which is a wild way in which he is multi talented. Did you, speaking um, of, listen to the follow up album to this, The um, Danger Days? No, I, I did not. I think I might no, even no. have the CD. It, I, wasn't the, I wasn't the biggest MCR fan. Sure. Well, and they had that kind of spooky vibe at the time when I was like just starting to get into things like Ben Folds. Right. So, like, it was kind of the opposite direction for me. Or, like, you know, Green Day was as, like, eyeliner as I went. Right, And right, there right, was right. this, like, next step, which was, like, AFI. 
and My yeah. Chemical Romance and stuff like that. More <laughs> hot topic. Avenged stuff. Sevenfold. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was more yeah, so hot topic. I, I, so here's my here's my issue was like I was like a Christian music guy. Yeah. That was part of the issue. I was I got into like more secular music. Uh, but I was still into Christian music, but I, but I got into more secular music in junior high uh-huh. because my older brother started listening to other bands and like, this was like the peak of CDs yeah. and burning CDs and Napster and all that stuff. Right? right. Right. And so everyone was trading MP3 files like back and forth and buying CDs and burning each other's CDs and all that. Like there was a, there was a store called CD planet that I thought was the coolest place <laughs> in the world that I was like so excited to go to with my friends when I was old enough because uh-huh. my brother went there with his friends all the time. And um, by the time I was old enough, it had closed because uh, iPods had killed CDs right? uh, and iTunes had killed CDs. But I was into emo stuff for like I was into emo, but I was more into like dashboard confessional kind of emo. Yeah. Like very early on, not super rock and rolly right. emo. Like death you know? cabby, like quiet death cab- poetry exactly. kind of. Yeah. Exactly. The more soft boy kind of yeah. emo. <laughs> and that was what I was into more so than than like My Chemical Romance. And so I never got really into them. I only knew their like singles and like the big hits they had. Yeah. And really from this album, I'd only heard consistently the black parade and also teenagers, which I didn't even realize teenagers was from this album. No, Right. It kind of is like, it doesn't, doesn't fit. It doesn't fit as well as some of the others do just like to, it it, it sounds like an old fifties rock and roll, you know, like not, not the lyrics and not even like the tone of it, but like the sort of chord progression is like, like uh, Beatles, you know? Yeah, Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. But this uh, album rips. But it is also one of the everything. best songs on the album, so they were right to include it. Right, totally. It would have it been a shame if that like only existed as like a B side or something. <laughs> yeah, it definitely has a place there. Yeah, it totally has a place there. What were we? What were we talking about? But well, we um, were talking about like when it was out and listening to it then. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, Not yeah. really, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let's see. Should we? We're gonna do Smasher Pass later, so we don't have to go through the track man, list right now. You know what else we should talk about? I just the other day was on Spotify and a like recommended playlist, which makes me feel really uh, embarrassed, but it was like, you should listen to this playlist. And it was called like best of rock 2006. And oh, it nice. had like basically half of this album were songs on it. It was probably like a 30 or 50 song playlist. And it was full of black parade songs. But the other album that it had multiple entries from was Sam's town. Nice. And also like that, that really was like a moment. Like that was high school for me that was like when guitar hero was out and like yes i had like a group of friends and we were starting to drive you know like it was just like the music of that time is like really in my brain because of things like guitar hero because miss murder by afi was on that soundtrack or on that on that playlist rather there was like a yellow card song not their first album that had um ocean Ocean avenue Avenue. but their second album that had lights and sounds Mm. um i think it might have had a fallout boy song if, if they had an album that year it had a lot of muse yes muse <laughs> and like um arctic monkeys and yeah uh, dude what's the band of horses you know yes. like uh really interesting year of music <laughs> you know so here's what i was gonna say earlier as what because the first like note i took about this album um also should i listen to this album while i'm on ketamine because that would be pretty intense it, it's think. just maybe a little too dark 
<laughs> yeah, maybe a little too scary. Or maybe you uh, just go, like flip your ankles down or whatever it is. Ankles, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twist your ankles and you're back. Yeah. Um, go listen to the Patreon to hear all about my new ketamine therapy experiences, yeah. everyone. You guys, you got to hear about it. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. You should go and join our Patreon. <laughs> you should. It's very fun. But the first note I took, and maybe like one of the only notes I took, because I was just listening to this album and I was like, this is a great album, was... His his voice is so iconic. It's really interesting. Right? And so... And that's why I'm glad they don't have, like, Broadway actors doing it. Yes. That's like, exactly what I was going to say. Aaron Tavea can't do this album. No. No. <laughs> Norbert Leo they, Butts? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What's the no. most swankified place in the Black Parade? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I was thinking that same thing. Like... His voice is so like Gerard Way's voice is so iconic, and he has like the quintessential emo voice. Yeah, yeah, you know. And so there's something about it that, but it like, also fits. doesn't feel like super put on. No, it feels very natural. In the you know that like TikTok sound that people use all the time of the guy like over exaggerating the vowels. It's like, cause tonight will be the yeah. night. <laughs> Where are you? Yeah, yeah. Like it's not yeah. quite that. No, it's not quite that. It feels normal and natural. I wonder where he's from. Because it's New like New Jersey, it's probably... I think, is where the band is from. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, New Jersey. So maybe it's just a New Jersey accent. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone from New Jersey has an emo voice. Yeah. That's what it is. It really is funny how kind of like scary all their shit is in that kind of like metally or like screamo, scary, spooky way of that time. Right. Yet, you know, like I just mean like their merch, their logo, their stuff like that. But like, uh, you know, the, the skeleton and the marching band costume. Right. But right, also right. like, and, and this album is hard at some points and like, yeah. And, uh, gritty but it's also like yeah. kind of like poppy and melodic like it is there's yeah. so much melody in this totally. album that is like syrupy like good poppy songwriting um absolutely and it's fun you know like they they cite things like queen and pink floyd and bowie all the time when re referencing this album but like there's in i don't love you there is a guitar riff that is basically straight out of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, that, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and even just the guitar tone of the lead, the solo guitar, is like Brian May Queen guitar sounding. And Queen, of course, it's is absolutely. rock and roll, but they were like totally sort of like stage operatic. Yes, yes, like, yes. Which is an operatic. Uh, operatic and this is like here's the opera of it all yeah, right and right. so like my Kim, I, I wouldn't say they changed their sound entirely for this album no it sounds like the record before from right. a like it sounds tonal standpoint exactly yeah it sounds like my chemical romance it doesn't sound like a departure but it there is something about it that sets it apart yeah where it feels like its own thing right and maybe it's just the concept of it all like the rock opera -y concept i think so which is which is kind of what american idiot did yeah which okay at some point we should say this just for the sake of the show when we covered green day as a as a band yes. Um, that was before we, we were really we doing. We basically albums. just talked about Green. We uh, mostly Idiot. just talked about American Idiot, 
but we didn't make it be about just American Idiot. So at some point, we might need to do Green Day again since we kind of just did American Idiot. But yeah. we should also do American Idiot, specifically the record, because yeah. I don't want it to get conflated with the show because I don't really know the show that well. But like, right. Green Day was just like, you know, fucking Dookie was the biggest album of that year. And then there were a couple middling albums that I think are good, but they kind of were just like their relevance was was waning and then mm-hmm. they come out with this rock opera about bush and it yeah. was like basically the only thing at that time that like hit in terms of like political uh protest kind of yeah thing. protest art protest music and people were like oh man i miss like the dookie days but like it's the same gen x arrested development teenage boys they just like polished up a little bit (laughs) right 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 and that seems to be the same here like they're they're still doing spooky it's all about death but like the fact just that like they're like wait let's make all the songs about death and have there be characters that makes it like a little like (laughs) like less hard because it's like let's tell a story (laughs) yeah yeah there's something about inherent to a concept is like um, a, a bit more care artistically. Yes, because you're not so 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 like I mean, as someone who's written songs before, I have never written a full album before. Uh-huh. But like I've written I've written songs before, and I think that if I was to put together an album, the songs I wrote, I could do it, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be. I it, it reminds me of like Carly Rae Jepsen, where she everything reminds me of Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> but Carly Carly Rae is a prolific songwriter, and for every album she writes, she writes like two hundred songs, right, right, and then narrows it down to like fifteen. Yeah, there's like know? a even even if nothing else, putting together an album under a a concept umbrella requires curation. Exactly. Even if exactly. you're not like going out of your way to be like, oh, I need a song in the first act that has like this, like. Yeah. So it's it's less of like I wrote 200 songs and I found the 15 that go together, and it's more like I have a story to tell. Yeah. And these and 15 help me do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These 15 songs are, are are how we get along. Go get get to the story. Yeah. Um. Did and you there's see not tick tick boom. The I've the, the when movie? they made it for Netflix, yeah. I've never seen the movie, but I've seen it. I've seen the musical okay. the li- uh, live twice, and one was really bad, and one was really good. I presume this is a movie specific, but maybe not. He he like puts on his show at some like workshop with like other musical theater writers, and like unbeknownst to everybody, Stephen Sondheim came. Yes, and he like says to him at one point, "It's it's um Bradley Whitford." <laughs> Um, that's funny playing Sondheim he he says to him at one point after he sees his stuff like your stuff's really good you got to keep writing this is great and it like just made his life basically but one right. of the things he said was like the second act needs a song the the woman needs a song in the second act like it wasn't even like like it was just like tasting a dish and saying like this needs salt you know like right, he, right, he just right. like knew like about like a quarter of the way through the second act, you need to inject it with this thing, and here's who needs to sing it, you know? Yeah. And then that yeah, becomes yeah, yeah, like yeah. its own whole plot beat. But like That's how good you are at Yeah, writing. yeah. It's like uh, when yeah. when we see a comedy show anymore. Not that we're like experts at comedy, sure, we're but not we'll the, be like I mean, we're the Steven oh, yeah, no, that was funny. <laughs> I think maybe your um your pirate captain with like uh 
a, a wiener for a peg leg. He probably needs a wiener for other things too. Like give him like a, <laughs> give him a wiener hook hand, <laughs> you know, like wiener hook hand, wiener eye patch, wiener parrot. Coldly. Yeah. 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 Uh, but no, totally. Like they, they did that process here. There's not a moment in this album where like, two songs in a row feel redundant or samey. There's some sameness in the album, but like yeah. it undulates like Yeah, yeah, it yeah. has a it has a rhythm to it. I wonder how I mean I can look at it right here. Has generally received favorable re- reviews of Black Parade. I wonder like how it was received when it came out cuz I'm sure like there were people who were like My Chemical Romance is doing a concept I, I album rock right. opera. I I read the Wikipedia a little bit and uh uh, yeah, here's a quote. Uh, da, 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 da. The intention was to make something that was classic, sometimes or something timeless, explains guitarist Ray Toro. Something that 20 or 30 years from now, parents could play for their kids and say, this is what I was listening to when I was your age. Check it out. It's mm. still cool. Um, and that was in like direct response to people saying like, oh yeah, here we go. Looking back at the creation of the album, guitarist Frank uh, Iero was blasé about people hating on the band for this decidedly non-scene record. That's funny. And his quote was, when we did Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, we didn't fit in. There was a little less screaming and a little more melody, but it was still us. So even even their, like, gritty, uh, you know, like the album cover with the, like, bloody-faced people, like, Hot Topic t-shirt. Right. With, like, Helena and, like, what else was on that album? Like... Screamo decidedly the other yeah, Screamo yeah, yeah. people were like these are like pussies <laughs> yes 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 which is so crazy it is so crazy because they this because this album has stood the test of time yeah much more than some of those other bands oh and, and I'm not albums. okay that was the other big one on that album. I'm not okay but so how Star Wars is the Black how Parade Star Wars is it well we got we have um We've got kind of characters. We've got character. Yeah. With the the the, the patient. Right. Who is dying of cancer. Which but, kind but, of feels like the whole Anakin trying to save the people he loves thing. You sure, know, like it's sure, inevitable. Sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah, I can see that. But I don't think this is very Star Wars. Yeah. The whole no, the so whole either. title track has like a story about when he was young with his father. That feels kind of Lukey. That is Lukey, yeah. But yeah, I would say the the Black Parade itself is semi Star Wars, like the song itself. Yeah, welcome like, to the Black Parade. Right, because you've got will you defeat them, your demons? <laughs> you know, are you going to save the world? Basically, yeah. Plus, you know? it does. Um, it begins with that like really soft piano intro. Which like kind of feels like the force theme when Luke's looking out at the suns, but then you hear that same song repeated with like a bigger orchestration later. Like mm-hmm. this this album has like orchestra quality. It does. Which it does. is Star Wars. But like even music wise, I don't think they're super similar. No. Music wise they're very different. I mean like Star Wars is not emo. Decidedly. Yeah. St- Star Wars is, if anything, pop. But in a different way where it's like if 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 classical music was popular music, then Star Wars would soundtracks would be pop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It was called the number two best rock album of the 2000s of the 50 best rock albums of the 2000s by Kerrang! magazine. Oh. I'm interested what number one is. Let me go to that source. Uh, you think it's American Idiot? Of the 2000s. Maybe. 
It might be something more like um like Arcade Fire or uh Bruce Springsteen. Uh, oh, it's not letting me see it. Never mind. Are you it seeing might, that on the wiki? It might just be like an old Oh yeah, archive. Let's see if it takes me there. I'm interested in seeing this now. I want okay, to know. Okay, here we go. It's coming. It's loading. Oh, it's one of those like slideshows you have to click through one at a time. And of course, yeah. it starts with 50. Let me just go a little bit here. See where I get. I'm in the 30s. Oh, the darkness was in there. This is a British publication. 19, Jimmy Eat World Bleed American. 18, yeah. Fallout Boy from Under the Cork Tree. Hell keep yeah. Going. Let's keep going. Let's see, where am I now? I'm in the top five. Five is Deftones White Pony. Okay. Four is Biffy Clyro Puzzle. Yeah, this is a British uh, publication, I should say again. <laughs> number three is Iowa by Slipknot. Two Whoa. is Black Parade. And then number one is Green Day American Idiot. <laughs> yeah. What a great called guess. It. Called it. Yes. That's not surprising. I mean, that's cool. What, what That is, okay, so that is a way in which this is Star Wars because the staying power... And the cultural True. impact. Yes, like if you hear that first single piano note uh, yeah. on Black Parade, you know what song you're listening to. Just right, like immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A genre-defining album is one of the pull quotes. Yeah, for sure. It also has a look. It looks like something like they 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 all wear the marching band outfits. Yes. Um. Yeah. It's got an very... aesthetic. It's a cultural thing. Yes, a cultural thing for sure. It feels it feels like a contribution to culture. Yeah, yes. Whereas some albums are just like, yeah, we wrote, we wrote this album and here's what it is. This one is like, we have something to uh, contribute. Yeah. They to were culture. on an episode of SNL during the promotion of this. They did Welcome to the Black Parade. And then their second song they did was Cancer, which I think is a mm. great song, but it's like so ballady and sad to do at like twelve yeah. forty five at night <laughs> sounds Very like so weird. dramatic. <laughs> like teenagers is the obvious pull. Yeah, or even they had a couple other singles. They had um I Don't Love You, I think was one of the singles. Yes, um, it was. And Famous Last Words was another one. Like it's interesting that that's the one they did. It's one of my favorites on the album. Not to you know but no, it's great. Not to not to spoil Smasher Pass later, but like there's not really a bad track. No, on this album. I, I think I even said this when we were talking about possibly covering this. It reminds me of Sam's Town, which is funny because it came out yeah. the same year, in that a song might start and I'm like, Oh, I can skip this one. And then if I don't within the first like ten seconds, I'm like, Oh yeah, right. This is the one that has that melody as like yep. the chorus. That was my experience listening through it today. I would start out writing like almost immediately. I would be like, on a couple of them, immediately I'd be like, eh, maybe it's a pass. And then I'd listen to it for 30 seconds and I'd be like, what was I thinking? This is a total smash. Are are the ones that you're talking about somewhere like halfway through and on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's definitely where that happens for me. Yes. Uh, should we go to Play Smasher Pass? How, how long have we been recording yeah, this Yeah, no, we're, we're right at about a half hour. I think we should. Okay, let's do it. And then we can, I feel like Smasher Pass is going to take a while because I want to talk about some of the yeah, songs. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay. Let's jump to the break. Woohoo! Woohoo! Do you smell that? It's Bullshit Alert, the podcast where we lie, cheat, steal, and sometimes, yes, sometimes, it's the truth. Think you can sniff it out? 
Join Stephen Carter, Danny Marshall, and Lily Moss each week where we invite new guests, new stories, and of course, new bullshit. Find Bullshit Alert on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. And, and we're Black to Parade. The Black Parade. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, we're going to play Smash Your Pass, and we're going to just play the songs into the microphone because that's how we do it on this show yeah and this first one is interesting because the last few seconds of it go right into the next one so maybe um we just yeah we I... just say we're gonna do the first two here which are the end huh what an interesting way to begin oh interesting. Um, just like the wall which is the first song and the last song have the same title but in the first one i think it has a question mark at the end or something and if you were to, of course, it's a record, but if you were to play the end of the last song into the beginning of the first song, it makes a complete loop. That's for wow. our episode when we cover the wall at some point. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it for this month for yeah, Junesical Theater I think it'd July. be fun to do that. That would be a fun one to both listen to the album and watch the movie. I also, we right. just got tickets to go see Tommy toward the end of June. Oh, nice. Here is the end. Oh, and then of course it goes into dead. Now come on, come all to this tragic affair. Wipe off that makeup, what's in is despair. So throw on the black dress, mix in with the lot. You might wake up and notice you're someone you're not. If you look in the mirror and don't like what you see, you can find out. Alright, should we skip to the end? Yeah, yeah. Here's dead. I wish I could hear it. Oh yeah, it cuts it out, doesn't it? You could do turn off original sound for musicians, maybe. Oh yeah. Okay, so first two songs. Yes, and they go right into one another. And like I said earlier, the first song really is like the opening crawl, the narration introduction to the yes. the world. It is like it a is. single person coming out with a guitar. Have you seen Stop Making Sense? No. When David Byrne comes out with just a guitar and like a tape recorder, and then like oh, right. as the concert progresses, like one person keeps adding in, and like the stage gets built around them. I I I feel like that whole thing happens in that song. Like the stage yes. comes together. Totally. And then Dead was on Guitar Hero too. <laughs> yes, it was, and it rocks. It rips. It really rips. Neither of these are passes. No. I would say the end might be the closest thing to a pass I have on this album just because it's so short and it's just like an introductory track. Yeah, it's not one that you could just like put somewhere in a playlist because it like doesn't have yeah. like an end. It goes right into another song. Right. It's very much an intro. It reminds me of 
What was the intro on that? Which which killers album? Yeah, it was Sam's Town. Has, that like we Sam's hope Town. you yes, enjoy, you enjoy those day. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. Very very much very similar. Yeah, um, which is so funny that those came out the same year. <laughs> I know, right? Something was totally. in the air. Something was in the air. Was Honestly, cool it was probably track. American Idiot. Yes, that came you're not out a wrong. couple years prior. Everyone was like, "We got to make our own American Idiot." Yeah, like we could do a rock opera. We could do a rock opera. Why not? Let's try. Um, both smashes, both smashes for sure. Yeah, I agree. Both smashes. The next song is "This Is How I Disappear." Musical intro. Yeah. Let's get the head. That's a smash, yeah, baby. It's a smash. It's huge. It's huge. This album is huge. It's huge. It is epic in scope. Yes, it really is. Every song is like fucking shredding to death. Yeah. Like the entire time. Totally. It's, I, I'm like, it must have been so tiring to perform this album. Oh, I can't imagine. Because they would do like this whole album, basically. And right. then people came to see My Chemical Romance and they know their other songs. So I'm sure they would do this album and then just like rip through like five or six other songs after. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Good God. Like, truly. How much energy did it take to do this song yeah. or these songs? Like, just incredible. Uh, to smash, don't yeah. smash. The next, next song one is, is the sharpest lives. It's really good. Here comes the chorus. Yes. Yes. The chorus brings it together really well. It's just like... It really is so similar to Samstown for me where I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, this is kind of like a slow, like, and then like by the time, like even the pre-chorus starts, I'm like, yes, right. <laughs> right. That's what this song is. Yeah. And that it's the most epic song you've ever heard. That, like, um, I, I, I hear it as like surf guitar almost that like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'm trying to think of like an instance. Where else, where, where in surf context you hear that, but like, I, I, I can't put my finger on it, but it just like really opens up. Yeah, it really does. 
it's really good. It, like like every every song on this album starts out and you're like, okay, 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 and then it like becomes the most epic shit you ever heard. Yeah. like immediately in a sort of musical theater way. Yeah, like that really. first little bit is like, yeah, this is like a new character. We're meeting a new character or whatever. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like what's this guy's deal? And then he's like, what's I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got Welcome to the Black Parade, which everyone knows this song. Okay, that's the beginning. Let's let's skip to the part where it gets really crazy. Yeah. Even this part feels like they're like pulling the spring down on the catapult. Like yes, <laughs> totally. Like the the counter melodies in the guitar. It's so good. That dude. Yeah. Like, oh god, what's about to happen? They've pulled the spring all the way back. It's all the way back. (laughs) Yeah! Are you kidding me? It's so good, dude. We haven't even gotten to the chorus yet. No, we haven't. (laughs) Here we go, ready? Alright. You know the song. You know the song. This whole album could be just this song. I, completely. <laughs> <laughs> and it is five minutes long. Yeah, yeah. It's a long song. Man, you know the this part is... during like it's one of like the last choruses when it's like that like Yeah. Oh yeah, it has that. Yeah. Oh my god. So good. This is one of those songs that I love where like you really get your money's worth. Yeah, I was gonna say this is a desert island you song. You spent ninety nine cents for it on iTunes and they're like, We'll give you six ideas. Yeah, we got everything in we this. Have, like, this song a has slow everything. Piano intro, we repeat it screaming. We yeah. have a really great verse and then the chorus is crazy. And then at the end it's like a like chanty end of a Broadway musical kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of those songs similar to, we keep going back to the killers, similar to all these things that I've done. Completely. It's that same vibe for me where I'm like, they wrote this song? Yes. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't already just in the canon of culture? Yeah. Like someone wrote this in 2006? Yeah, I know. And it, it hasn't existed for a hundred years that, somehow? That completely aligns to that, that notion of the like, we wanted to make something timeless, like classic, like- yeah. This sounds like a screamo band from 2006. It also sounds like the 1970s. Right. It sounds like Queen. Yeah, completely. There's so much Queen in this album, but like especially this song, it's like so Queen. It's just crazy. It's very Bohemian Rhapsody esque. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a smash. I, it's a smash. That's what I wrote down for this one specifically. I was like, this is one of those songs that we've talked about before where it feels like this song has existed for forever. Yeah. And then that somehow it was written in 2000 five or 2006 or whatever you know it's crazy yeah so good okay moving on i don't love you Mm -hmm. is the name of the song 
skip ahead a little bit. Oh no, is it coming in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll do that. really good it's just like really good yeah it's beautiful it's a, it's almost approaching that too of like how did this song not already exist yeah yeah it's a really i don't know this one's like beautiful to me yeah totally it's like a little different than the, like than the other ones there's, some, there's something about the vibe of it is like very beautiful beautifully yeah. done there's that sort of like sprinkly guitar at the beginning yeah like it's like a little sweeter sounding yes yeah. sweeter is a great way the to smash, put it it's great Total smash. Track okay. seven, House of Wolves. House of Wolves. Did we talk about I Don't Love You Enough? I don't think so. so hard not to just play the whole song i know because that's that's one where i'm like when it starts like i'm like yeah. okay and then like yeah. oh right this is the song with this huge chorus <laughs> yes with this huge chorus and these cool lyrics yeah about about burning in hell yeah. <laughs> love it love it uh yeah really good and it's to go another back to i don't love you did we even hear the chorus of that i don't know if we did let's, let's go, go back it. and hear the chorus of i don't love you <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, we needed to hear that. <laughs> we needed to hear that. It's, that was beautiful. Um, it almost sounds like a love song. Yes, it does. And it's like the opposite somehow. Like it. Um, it also has like that. Um, it it sort of sounds like Yellow by Coldplay. Oh yeah, which is like a very like soppy, sappy love song. Like yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a bit of sweetness, but still in his voice. Yes. Uh. Anyway. Felt like I needed to like gush on it we, a little bit more. Yeah, I need to go it back. It really to... is like one of the star tracks. <laughs> it really is. And now for the one they played on SNL. Yeah. Cancer. Turn away. If you could get me a drink. 
This is kind of that's a good. Does it even have really have this a chorus? Is, it's like yeah, a tagline. Right. Leaving you, right? Yeah, really it's good. really it's really that part and like the first line of every verse is that turn away. You know what? This first of all, this is a smash. I used to play this on smash. piano as like a teen. <sighs> yeah. Um, this uh, it also kind of reminds me of that song by Jet. Look what you've done. Oh sure, Do you okay. Remember I, think, that song? I, think I, know, I think I know. It that has song. like yeah, the very yeah. same like tempo and kind of like vibe, like sad ballad. Sad ballad, and yeah. it's like great melody. Really great melody. This one's also beautiful, like in, like in a I don't love you kind of way. Yeah, right. Like it is. It doesn't feel emo in a weird way. Like it, it is emo. It's still emo-y, but it's like there's something different about it. It feels more grow. It feels too like grown up to be emo. It's decidedly rock opera-y, right? Because this is where we get really, like, we're getting some of the plot, quote-unquote. Yeah, it's like it's like cold facts about dying of cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. really uh, kind of unpleasant imagery, but, like, the melody's so, like, lovely that it's, like, kind of well juxtaposed. It is, totally. Now, this next one I love. It's another one where I'm like, oh, I'll skip this. And then I'm like, oh, my God, this song rips. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's called Mama. Soft intro. Mama, we all go to hell. Hell again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. How is every chorus in this album so good? Yeah, they're like, some of them just like come out of nowhere. They do. And then they just like slap you in the face and they're like, this is the best thing you've ever heard. Again! So did you happen to today in the way that I did learn the like surprise personnel on Mama? Yes, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> and I'm like, it's huh? It's a two line moment kind of sung by Liza Minnelli. Yeah. It's crazy. Did you, it, it tells, it, I read somewhere what, uh, what part it is I think I have it up here yeah I do it just needs to reload um, it's like right toward the end the line is and if you would call me a sweetheart I'd maybe then sing you a song and then right. like he finishes the song out um, but he said I finally I wanted a voice to finally talk back to me me sort of mm. being the character of the album um, 
And I wanted someone kind of motherly, but who was also a survivor, had been through a lot, but was rooted in theater. She was the first person that came to mind, and their producer made a phone call to her assistant, and that was it. She did it for free, and she was happy to do it. That's incredible. Like, what, a, what, a, what? what a fucking perfect Which woman. Which reminds me a lot. This song reminds me a lot of The Wall. There is a song in The Wall mm. called Mother. And it's about the character kind of like coming to terms with like the world his mother has told him about versus like what he's experiencing. Um, it also sounds like kind of circusy. Yeah. At parts like the the, the begin the beginning is really like bam, bouncy, bam, and then like that bam. sort of breakdown halftime like middle part that is like super very chorus uh, uh, circusy rather reminds me a lot of the song from the wall called the trial where like the main mm. character is on trial and there's like a a judge. And, like, in the movie, there's all the, like, fucked up animation that goes along with it. So it's, like, particularly crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't wait to listen to that. Slash yeah. watch it. That's going to be cool. Yeah. All right. Next one is Sleep. So good. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> like, first of all, the song should be titled Slape. Slape. <laughs> Slape. Yeah. Slape. Yeah, it's really good. It's 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 one of the it, it really has a slow start. Yeah. Because it's got that like funny voice thing. He's like, then they felt the hands on my throat yeah. or something like that. And it's it always used to be one where like if it was on like my iPod of a thousand or more songs and it came up, I would just like immediately click skip because like I didn't immediately recognize it because it's kind of deep into this album. But like that was me being impatient and also listening to Mm. all of my songs on shuffle. Yeah, that's (laughs) crazy. Chaos. (laughs) Chaotic for sure. Uh, Like you're listening to fucking like yellow by Coldplay and then all of a sudden it's hurt by Johnny Cash. (laughs) Whiplash. Yeah, truly. Um, yeah, no, um, this is a smash. It is like a, a lighter smash for me. It's like a second half of the show. Yeah, they're sure. introducing a new song, and I really am just like kind of thirsty for the reprises. <laughs> yeah, you can go get a drink if you want. Yeah, you can yeah. like skip but it it's if good. you want. It's but good. It's, it's good. It's good. All right, now here we go, teenagers. Out of you. 
Cause they sleep with a gun And keep an eye on you, son So they can watch all the things you do Let's get to the chorus Because the drugs never work They're gonna rip up your heads Your aspirations to shreds Another cock in the murder machine They say Like that's probably the third example so far of a song that it's like, how did this not already exist? Yeah, 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 yeah. How did that not out like come out in like the '80s? Say yes, and also like that's another one where it's like you you're telling me they had two songs on this album that everyone can scream sing along to twenty twenty years later. You know, like everybody knows Black Parade, everyone knows Teenagers. Yes. And like you can, if if it starts playing at like a karaoke night, or or even just like if you're at the club and there it's an emo night or whatever, or even if it's not an emo night, if they're just playing some like throwbacks yeah. and teenagers comes on, everyone's like teenagers got yeah. the living shit out of me. Like, it's so catchy, cultural. Yes, like cross-cultural. sure, there's like a certain type of person, I suppose, but like. Everyone you don't have to be I'm emo friends to know that with song. knows this song. <laughs> right. You don't have to be like an emo fan to know teenagers. Yeah, right. It's Total also smash. the um the last bit of like fun before the show yeah. ends, you know, like thinking yeah. of this as kind of a musical. Like it is centered around like a sad concept, which is death, specifically like slowly dying of cancer or whatever. And right. this is like a big fun, like it's the last time we see the goblins of the town. <laughs> you yes, know? Like, yes, yes. The goofballs. Um, yes. And then we like decline into this. Like, again, I kind of think of these last two songs as one song. They they link together much less than the first two do, but they kind right. of have like the same vibe. It's disenchanted and then famous last words. Right. Let's check it out. Same type of just acoustic guitar the way the album starts. Yeah. like the protagonist of the musical has one last big song yeah should we skip to the end oh yeah sure as it goes into the other one Famous last words. Also, Disenchant is a total smash by this. Yeah, oh yeah. 
heart. Like, didn't that last song feel like it was, like, the last words of our protagonist, and then this is, like, the world wrapping up. It's like the ending you know, credits. You know what it is? Yes. Guitars are amazing. They, yeah. What it is is it's Jesus' last song is Disenchanted, yes. and then this is Judas' last totally. song. Totally. You know, because like Judas comes back to wrap up the world, like you're saying. Yeah, we also and didn't just, even get to the sort of like chorusy thing there. That like, yeah. I am not afraid to keep on living. It's kind of like the can you feel a brand new day? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember where in the song it happens, but it's like the Neither. end. Oh yeah, here it is. Oh, <laughs> I skipped it. Oops. Oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll that's all right. Yeah. You can go listen to it, listeners. It's fine. Oh, and guess what? There's a hidden track. That's right. A minute and a half after the, sh- the show ends. Famous Last Words is a total smash. Yeah. It is the Judas coming in and finishing up the show for us. Well, they encourage your complete cooperation. Send your roses when they think you need to smile. I can't control myself because I don't know how. And they love me for it, honestly. I'll be here for a while, so get the blood. It's it's fine. It's a, it's cute. Yeah, it's a hidden track. It's a hidden track. It kind of reminds I was me a... of Her Majesty at the end of Abbey Road. Do you know that sure. album at all? It's just sort yeah. of like a cute little... I mean, it's like cute in that like he says, because I'm such an awful fuck, and it's yeah. about blood. Like, it's like... Gross. I was obsessed with <laughs> I was obsessed with hidden tracks and like whenever I was in a band in high school we included one in ours yeah yeah in our like EP that we made because we thought it was so cool to have like sure a it is minute it's really fun to have a minute long silence and then another song yeah. at the end like how um at the end of I'm just a kid by Simple Plan they have that whole Christmas song <laughs> yes <laughs> because it's Christmas oh my God. and I want everything I just can't wait. And that was the actual track just now. Yeah. <laughs> That's how good Mike is at that impression. Um, there you have it. Everything's a smash, basically. Yeah. It's a really good album. <laughs> it's like just the, a really good album. The worst we felt or like the most critical we felt about any song was like, I mean, it's a smash, but like if you have to like go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. If you have to skip it, if you have to take a little break, you can, but mostly you should stay and listen to the whole thing because yeah. it's really good. Yeah. Gosh, what a great album. Yeah, this and, album and, and, rules. It rules. Is it, it's not in very Star Wars. We actually did a decent job about talking about Star Wars oh, before the break. Oh, this is a part that I meant to say earlier. So there was a time in my life when I got Rolling Stone magazine every month. Oh, fun. And uh, there was an interview with Gerard Way in the days leading up to the Danger Days album coming out. So by then, I already was like a... Um, black parade head but i didn't you know Mm -hmm. like i didn't get it right away and so i was like i'm gonna read that and he had all these like drawings around and everything was colorful like he's like the danger days album and aesthetic has a lot of color it's kind of like the desert but everyone is like sci-fi aliens b movie from the 50s kind of thing um Mm -hmm. and throughout the interview blah 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 they're talking about like He's getting into writing and, like, drawing and all these new influences. Everything is kind of different than the, like, visuals that you associate with My Chemical Romance. And then at the end, 
the author, the, you know, the writer of the article says something to the tune of like, and then I saw, like, I noticed, I took note of his boots and they seemed familiar to me. And he confirmed that they were Han Solo's <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Like, I can't imagine they're from like the actual shooting of the movie, but like that he bought like Han Solo boots. Yeah. Or, or maybe, maybe they were from pants, the shooting. Yeah. I can't remember. Could be from the shooting of the actual movie because he's rich. Yeah, so I doubt it was though, because that feels <laughs> yeah. like impossible to get. Yeah, that would be really silly. Uh, but, like, had we done a different album, yeah. Star Wars is certainly an influence because the Danger Days album has, like, sci-fi. This is more like, if I were to pin a genre to it, it'd be, like, fantasy because it's, like, yeah. about a dead person moving through life, essentially. But um, Yeah. You know what this is? I mean, it's very it's very um, archetypal and Hero's Journey-esque. Like, true, yeah. It's very yeah. Carl Jung, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's, like, death. And rites of passage, yeah, and um, like finishing end of life like stuff. You but know? it's like not science fiction. Not science fiction. It's, it's not, not really a hero's like journey necessarily. Super like I said, straight narrative. No, it's 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 not it's not a straightforward narrative. It's very rock opera. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not incredibly like A B C. Here is the narrative. Yeah. But it's really good, yeah, and Star Wars is good sometimes. Not as consistent as this that's is, right. though. Yeah, this is this like, album is really consistent. I'm trying to think of like a Star Wars thing this is like because it is spooky. Yeah, it's not like happy, so it's not really any of the movies. No, especially since it's kind of like good from start to finish. <laughs> right, it doesn't stop being good, but it does like open and close. Like it has like kind of a yeah you know rising action falling action kind of thing totally well should we should we give it a rating yeah i suppose we should let's freaking do it uh i think i'm gonna give it a unit of measure is gonna be um really specifically pronounced words (laughs) um mine's gonna be Oh gosh, that cancer also has that part that is like that. If you say goodbye to May, yeah, May. Uh, I mean, it's today. Anyway, uh, I was just trying to think of like parts that we didn't talk about. Um, my unit of measure will be teenagers. <laughs> teenagers, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm gonna give it like. We didn't do a good job saying pros. There just aren't too many. There aren't too many. Maybe it's just a two. Yeah. Or a three. I can't decide. Two feels like what we give like bananas or whatever that just have yeah. like no similarities. So like, but three feels kind of high. <laughs> it does feel high. Maybe I'll go two and a half. Yeah, I kind of like two and a half. Why not? By two the way, half, we're yeah. going to have to do fruit month at some point. <laughs> oh, fruit month. Everyone start looking forward to fruit month. Put it on your calendar. <laughs> it's going to get wild and wacky. Yeah. All right. So two and a half. Yeah, specifically two and a half teenagers. So like one, like the the half is like a nine year old who just really yeah a nine year old. (laughs) Yeah, they're like I wish I was older. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Okay, let's wrap up. So this album is great. Everyone go listen to it, revisit it. It's really good. Yeah. Do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. You can email us at a good podcast at gmail dot com because that's what this is. Yes. You can also get more of us on the internet if you go to patreon.com slash howstarwarsisit. Um, we have a Patreon where we do a bonus episode every week. We have a bunch of, we have a, over 100 in our back catalog, plus a bunch of film commentaries, RPGs, uh, video, brackets, 
fantasy brackets of the best thing about fall. And what was the other one? Oh, the the um the March March the March Madness, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all just that's all available for five dollars a month. There's other tiers too, but um we would love to get your support. It would go a long way into keeping us releasing regular episodes and mm-hmm. um like giving half a shit. <laughs> it's true. And you can hear me talk about doing ketamine. That's, so that's right. Great. Yeah. Tune in for this week's episode to hear Josiah's legal drug trip. Yeah, my legal drug trip, which is crazy. <laughs> All right, let's let's get out of here. So, sandwiches of Star Wars is about time for Tubby Bye Bye. So, like we always say, we, we love, love you, you. And, and may, may the, the fourth, fourth be with you. Bye bye. Bye.